Arch Obler's Plays. Stories of the Unusual. This is Arch Obler. The ocean is near my home, and as I was watching a number of those skin-diving characters, I began to think about the really deep sea and what's in it. The result is tonight's adventure titled Bathysphere. And now to Arch Obler's adventure story, Under the Sea, Bathysphere. The sea is very quiet. Yes, Your Excellency. Will it be very quiet under the water? No motion, Your Excellency. It will all be very amusing. I hope so. The captain ought to have everything ready by now. If you'll excuse me, Your Excellency, I'll go see. No, no, just a moment, uh, Doctor. Uh, yes, Your Excellency. You are young. <laughs> you will learn that the greatest joy of an experience is to savor it before it happens. Yes, stay and talk to me. As you wish, Your Excellency. How far under will we have to go to break the record? Over seven miles. How far to the bottom? Just over the record mark. Deeper than any man has ever gone. It will be most amusing. Your Excellency, uh, we are ready. Well, Captain, you too are impatient, eh? No, no, Your Excellency. I mean... Now, 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 don't sputter. Come ahead, my young, impatient friend. We will go aboard your diving bell ship. And begin our great adventure. Come. Boom. You see, Your Excellency, we are quite ready. Well, Doctor, and it's everything to your satisfaction. Did you put in an extra oxygen tank? Ah, see, see, everything. Just if you say, Senor Latour. The telephone communication. Test it 20 times. That's like I should do. Everything is in order, Senor Latour. The emergency wings. Is it on standby power? Wings. Well, yes, sir. I believe. I don't want you to believe. I want you to know. But I assure you. Go and test it once. See, Senor Latour. At once, Senor Latour. And abra porta de well, your thoroughness is most commendable, Doctor. <laughs> the press of the world has known me only as a revolutionist, soldier out of the hills. Perhaps by nightfall, they will herald me as a record-breaker in the world of science, eh, Doctor? If all goes well, Your Excellency. If? The question of the human factor, Your Excellency. <laughs> you are as cautious as they said. Excellent. <laughs> I, too, am a cautious man. Oh, yes, indeed. For example, behind every one of your men on the ship stands a little militiaman with a gun. Your men will be particularly careful on this descent. Eh, Doctor? There is no doubt of it, sir. Indeed. He's already now, Senor. Shall we go now, Your Excellency? Oh, of course, of course. I'm careful, Your Excellency. The deck is quite wet here. You're very thoughtful, Captain. Thank you, Senor. Tension? No, no. No formalities. Let the men go about their business so we can get started. See, Your Excellency. At your work, men. No press, no television. And they say I pose and posture. They are wrong as usual, Your Excellency. Would you like to get into the bathysphere first, Your Excellency? No, no. After you. Get in, Doctor. I'll follow you. Yes, sir. Of course, sir. Head first into a steel ball. Quite without dignity, eh, Captain? Shall I help you, senor? No, no, I'll make it all right. 
Ready for me, doctor? Come ahead, sir. All right. Careful the both ends, sir. Yes, I... That's not it. You're all right, sir. Yes, yes, of course. Well, what are we waiting for? Captain, see, senor. Close her up. See, senor. Yes, come in here, eh? The boats, the wind boats, the holy door shut. They have to be fighting by hammer with the sledge. Come in here, sir. It's all right now, sir. They're done. What a noise! Was there no other way? Hammering is the only definite guarantee of a watertight seal, sir. My ears. All is well there, senor. What's that? The voice to the telephone. They'll communicate with us from the deck every three minutes. If one of us does not answer within half a minute, the orders are to pull us up. An excellent safety precaution. Yes, indeed. All is well there, senor. All well. We're moving. We're under. Yes. I'll turn the oxygen higher. The light, so green. Yes. Soon it'll turn blue. Then a darker blue. Until around 2,000 feet, we'll be in a darkness that goes beyond dark. Complete eternal night. Eternal night, under the water. How amusing. All is well down there, senor. All well. How far down are we? About 1,100 feet. It's hard to believe it. There is almost a quarter of a mile of water crushing down on us. The word crushing is most inappropriate at this time, my young friend. My apologies, Your Excellency. A six-foot fall containing a very earnest young man and the leader of a state. Perhaps when we reach the end of the cable, we will discuss life and death very profoundly. Eh, my friend? Philosophy... Under the sea? Yes. <laughs> All is well down there, senor. All well. 28,000 feet, senor. Right. Your Excellency. Yes? In 10 or 11 minutes, we'll have broken the record. You keep your eyes so close to the window, might I ask why? I thought I saw something out there. What, sir? Something huge. Gave off a pale green light. And then was gone so quickly. I'm not quite sure. I'll turn on the searchlight. No. No. This infernal darkness amuses me. Tell me, doctor, in your other trips, have you seen anything out there? Vague, you... All is well down there, senor. Tell him yes, yes, and to stop annoying us. All well. My trouble was, senor, the tour. You've reached 35,800 feet. That was the Trieste record. Eh? The old one. 35,900 feet. Broken it. 36,000 feet. Doctor, that's quite enough. 36,050 feet. Doctor, did you hear me? Broken the record and feet to spare. All in the whole of the 36,100 feet. Doctor, are you out of your head? I gave you orders. Have them pull it off. I've had enough of this, I tell you. Oh. <coughs> what was that? What was that? We just learned at the bottom of the sea, that's all. Why did you ignore my orders? I said to go up. What are you doing now? 
What was that lever that you threw? Signal the ship and have them draw us up. Your little adventure is over. Didn't you hear me? I said signal the ship. How? You out of your mind completely? Telephone them at once. You hear me? A telephone consists of a carbon transmitter, receiver, actuating battery, and connecting wire. We have no telephone. Get to one side. Hello? Hello up there? Hello? Answer me! Hello, hello! Yes, you answer me! Hello! They don't answer. They don't answer! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we leave our exciting story, Bathysphere, for just a moment for a word from your announcer. And now we return to Arch Obler's play, Bathysphere. The huge steel ball rests 36,000 feet under the ocean. Torn loose. Would you know how to fix it, Your Excellency? What? I see. Oh, happened when we bumped on the bottom, didn't it? Well, can't you fix it? No. Turn on the searchlight. All right, I'm quite capable of turning on a switch. Why waste your time? You've got so little of it left. What do you mean by that? The searchlight is disconnected. Why? It will be best to die in the dark. This is impossible. I investigated you, your record, your family, your associates. The clearest record in the state. You haven't the reason or the will to kill me. Kill me? That's really funny. A young, empty-headed fool kill me. <laughs> very, very amusing. You'll be afraid soon. You fool. Is it possible that you have forgotten the final emergency signal? The signal of silence. They will try the telephone as scheduled, and when we do not answer, they will pull us up. That lever up at the roof that I pulled. When? It threw the end of the steel cable free. Yes. Severed the cord between ourselves and the ship and the world. No. We're here, no. down here to stay, no. your infernal excellency. No, no, you lie. I don't believe you. They'll pull us up. The telephone. Here. You up there, listen. Get me up. Get me up, you. Up there. Hear me. It's your leader. Get me up out of here. Get me out of here. You hear me? Get me out of here. Out of here. Unbelievable. Oxygen left for another hour. And it has taken you ten precious minutes of your precious life to believe. You do believe you're going to die now, don't you? I, I was sure nothing could happen. Every detail of the machinery, the record of every member of the crew. And I was one of those who was perfectly harmless, huh? Yes, yes. Your past, since boyhood, trained in the schools of the state, your father, an official. Why do you do this to me? me. Who and why? Your mouth will bite for the air. I will hold in my temper. You will tell me. 
Why do you do this? Why, why, why? Yes, I'll give you why. Yes, 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 I was playing properly. Yes, no, up, down, my head crammed full. But there was one place you and your books and your speeches could not reach. My heart, you fool. You want an answer, so you listen to me. My head said belief. My heart said question. Ringing my head. Of course, the air. I'll throw a little more oxygen on. <sighs> so... <sighs> Now give me a little more strength to keep on telling you your wise and cut the breaths left for you after I'm finished. What was I saying? Oh yes, that you did not condition me quite well enough. You should have started with the embryo. For somewhere, something got inside of me that cried out against what you were doing. It grew and grew until it said you had to die. And you will die. Yes, no drums will roll for you. No marches. End it here. And what have you to say to that? You fool. Still fool. Is that all you answer? Yes, fool. You think I am a fool to die here with you? You call me a fool when I know that ending here I give a new beginning to those up there? Such a fool. Stop saying that. They will not say it when they know they're free. You fool, you think that freeing them of me will make them free? Yes, yes, of course it will. I call you fool again. How do you think I became the head of the state? Through my great wisdom? I am really not so wise. Through my great courage? No man has courage of that sort to stand up single-handed against the bullets and the bayonets of the entrenched powers. Then how? How did I do it? With lies and ruthlessness and cruelty, I know. You do not know a thing. When a man has expected to die as long as I have, the actuality isn't quite as frightening as you think. Since I'm going to die, I will have the one small satisfaction of showing you that you are an empty-headed fool. Stop saying that. Ah, you do have ego. Apparently, it has lived for weeks on how you would make me plead and beg on my knees. Oh, I had a few moments of hysteria, didn't I? And you like that. But you don't like this. My sitting in the dark. So calmly, telling you that you are a fool. I have not failed. You're here. Listen to me and I will tell you where you fail. I came into power not alone through my own strength, but because the conditions of our country were such that other men sitting on power came to the decision that I alone could keep them there. But it was you who started. I tell you, listen. When an ancient rule of privilege is threatened, it seeks to live no matter what the cost. The cost to them was me. And they found me worth it. For I gave to the stupid masses nothing but oratory, sonorous speeches of prejudice and hate that cost the men who made me nothing but the rent of halls where the simple could hear my opiates. And so I call you fool. Fool to die and fool to kill me for the conditions that made me will still exist when I am dead. No. Then what of hunger? What of ruthless exploitation? These will still be free up there to put desperation and hate into men. And so the ones who gave me power will find new leader to stop the rumblings of rebellion with all the tricks that I have taught them. There will be a new leader. You hear me, fool? A new leader! No, it is not true. It can't be. So dark. If I could see your face, the fool discovering he is a fool. The 
they will be free. They will. What magic do you think will come into the air when I'm dead? Will men forget their greed? Will men forget their will for power? No, fool. With me or without me, the game will be played just as it has been played. And so you are a fool and die like one. But what could I have done? I had to do something. You should have gone on as you were in the protection of your science. Oh, scientists are the elite of the world now. They can do no wrong. Build small bombs and uh, you are anarchists. Build great mushrooming destroyers of a city and you are a scientist. Why, if I bother talking, the air is thick. I am very weary. Hand me something heavy, fool. Why? 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 More explanations? All right, the last one. You think I'm going to sit here and wait and count my every breath until the dark is crawling with horror and I am crawling? No, no. I will end it now quickly, yes, faster than a bullet shot. Give me something heavy, I tell you. I will smash the glass, the water, tons of it smashing in. I will be dead faster than the thought. And that will end it. Give me something to smash the glass. All is well down there, senor. <laughs> All is well down there, senor. Voice? Telephone. All well. Take us up. Moving. Yes. Brother on glass. We're moving. Doctor. The cable? I lied. But all this time. Why? My orders to the crew were to leave us alone on the bottom as soon as the slackening of the wire showed them we hit bottom. The telephone. I reconnected it while you talked. Then... Oh, then you did not really mean to kill me? Yes. I meant to kill you. Had it all planned out. Tell you what I told you? And then you would go crazy with fear. And after that, I would kill you. 29,000 feet. All is well down there, senor. All well. And yet you did not. The lights of the creatures out there. Like the blinking of stars on the cold, clear night. Why didn't you kill me? I want to know. What would been the good of it? A fool and a figurehead die together? No good of it. So? You believed me. Even a fool can understand futility. Water is getting lighter. Soon we'll be back up there. It'll be very strange at first. I don't care much now. Yet I will ask it. What happens to me? You. I told you many things down there, eh? Yes. Too many things. A man in doubt as I was talks too much. And since you of necessity heard what I said, well, when we get up there, I will probably have you shot. 
the victim sentences his murderer. It will be most amusing. This is Arch Obler once more. First, thanks to Kai D, Tommy Cook, and Hal Perry. Sound Bug Tollison, Engineer Dave Diller, Music Joe Leahy, Announcer Byron Kane. For our next play, well, that's also about the sea, but this time the top of it. It's an idea I think is a very intriguing one. When will you die? When will I die? The date. But more of that after a short message. Over again. About those very crucial personal dates we were talking about. It's the pivotal idea of my next play, Mirage. So join me in our next broadcast, won't you please? Arch Obler's Plays Stories of the Unusual